Welcome to the Grace, to the Grace Rancho, Rancho Incremental Revival Podcast, where our, our goal is to help is you, to help you our church members, the what and better the why. understand the what and the why. Everything we do as a church member. Hi, I'm Eric Durso. What a train wreck of a beginning of a podcast. I heard the click and I, I, wonder I thought that was my cue wonder, to start introducing it. I could just it. only wonder whose fault that might have been. I thought <laughs> it was my turn to introduce the podcast. You've had 80 in a row. And now I get 81 <laughs> through 160. You've done, a, you've done a few. You've done a few. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, well, that was fun. Welcome to the Grace Rancho Incremental Revival Podcast. If you're new, that is Eric Durso and I'm Michael Shera. We are and, uh, excited this Tuesday afternoon to have a conversation about... Men's Equipping Group. Yeah, whenever we're running out of ideas about what to talk about... We we talk to our trusted friend, fellow elder, advisor, advisor. He's on the podcast advisory council. Mark from the podcast. Mark from the podcast. Yeah, so Mark will give us a good idea. Mark Severance. Mark uh, said, "Hey, why don't you guys talk about men's equipping group?" We said, "That's a great idea." Yeah, and I thought, had we not talked about it, we didn't check. So we, we're talking about it regardless of if we have yet. I'm pulling up the website. And I'm looking through previous podcasts to see if we've done anything on it. I don't think we ever have. All right. Well, since we're talking about it, what is Men's Equipment Group, Eric? Men's Equipment Group is uh, open to all men in the church, members, or those becoming members. And it is... A time for us, we gather once a month on a Saturday, mm-hmm. two hours. In that meeting, they ha- we have um, a time of discussion where the men will be talking about specific things they've read, things they're learning, things they're doing. And, and then that's the first hour. The, the second hour is uh, some sort of lecture that I give on some topic. And each year we try to have a specific focus for the whole for the whole year. The first year it was systematic theology. The second year it was kind of biblical leadership. The third year it was biblical theology. The fourth year we did uh, biblical counseling. That was last year. Yeah. And then now Four we're years, starting. Wow. Um, yeah, this is the fifth year we're doing um, biblical eldership, looking through the qualifications mm. for eldership. So yeah, that's what men's equipping group is. Yeah. Men of our church gathering to study different things and encourage each other. Probably ask more specifics in a moment here. But how did this all start? What's the origin story of men's equipping group? Yeah. Well, I'm, I was going to say in this very room, but not quite. Right, well, the other side of that wall. They're connected. They were connected. They were connected back then. So uh, uh, we moved out here in, in May of 2018. And you were out here about a month later. That's yep. June 2018. And one of the first things, okay, so if we're going to talk about our top three commitments in coming out here, mm. I would have to say, number one, preach the word. Just preach God's word. God's word is going to bring life. Number two, shepherd the flock. That's what elders do. That's what pastors do. So know the flock, care for the flock, flock feed the flock, um, protect the flock. Got a shepherd. But third is because the New Testament actually do, whole, it, do it all with prayer, right? 
Of course, of course. But in terms of the the things I'm aiming to produce here at the church, mm-hmm. the third thing is considering the Bible's continued and repeated message that leadership is not to be given to the one, but distributed amongst God's people from Moses and Jethro to the shepherds of Israel, to the elders in the New Testament, even to the apostles of, of Jesus, um, <clears throat> to the nature of the church in Ephesians 4. Um, one of the third priority coming out here in 2018 was let's see if we can get men together and start equipping the men yeah. for the purpose of training up leaders eventually. That's what we want to do. So we started in, I think it was August of 2018. Um, yeah. So let's see if we can remember the people who are part of that is me, you, Mark, Mark, Kent. Kent. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Hans couldn't do it that year. He was working. He was working Saturday, so he wasn't part of it. Mike Kevin O'Neill. Fairchild. Yep. Mike O'Neill. Tyler McGew. Yep. Um, Greg. Greg Riley. Sorry if we're forgetting you and you were part of that original group. Um, there were only a handful. Yeah, it was like 10 or 11 at most. Yeah, and, and some They're, fizzled out. Was, did Sean start in it? Maybe or Jeff? Yeah, oh yeah, Jeff. Je- uh, uh, forget his name. Of Jeff and Indra, though. Yeah, Jeff and Indra. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some early guys, about 10 of us, we, we got together, we read some theology and and did some discussion and and had a really good time started up the next year and uh we added a good chunk we we started it was like 15 or so people i, I remember i think well, angelo we, and the like first Frank year we started and, with like 11 and we ended with like five right and then year two <laughs> i think we started with 15 and we ended with, with like 18 or something yeah so it was 20 we were pretty excited about that and then it, it grew i think this go around we have close to 60 um really 50 in the 50s i believe yeah um yeah so just gradually growing the theory has been uh what is how i describe it you've probably heard this before i say it's not a men's breakfast where you just come eat some food no commitment loose obligation you're just going to come consume a little bit of food consume a little bit of theology and go home it's just consume consume it's not that it's not seminary. I'm not asking these guys to read a boatload of books like you have to in seminary classes. So not that much commitment. Mm-hmm. But it's somewhere in between. So I'm asking for some commitment. In my theory, which every year has been tested and every year has been proved correct, is that when you <laughs> ask men to commit and you give them hard work to do, like you ask them to do something a little bit stretching. They, they, they want that. They yeah. want the challenge. Good for them. Yeah. And they, they rise up. They read the books. They, so we, we've made it. So we ask you to commit. We ask you to be there. And then we give you things to do, not yeah. just show so up and consume. Let's kind of talk about the inner produce. workings of it. What's, what's the structure of it? Okay. So, well, you know, the origin of it. Um, you know, it was 10, 15, 20 people. At that stage, it was very easy to manage one group. Like we're all kind of together. And um, once it got bigger, like into the 30s and 40s, we realized that this would be more like the thing has changed. A group of 10 
and a group you can't of 40, have a discussion with 40 people they're ju- it's not it's not like this is men's equipment group just bigger now the animal just changed species on us so now that we have 50 we had to rethink how we do it and i remember mowing the lawn at 7542 marmody place on a saturday afternoon and having this idea we should divide the men's equipment group into teams and give each <laughs> one of these teams a you, team you, leader you have your best thoughts while mowing the lawn right which is a bummer now because my new grass is all fake at my new house yeah but or um, non-existent yeah so i shot an email out like i think that day to the el- or they weren't elders i don't think at that point but or maybe they were no they would have been were they i don't either way whatever um and i think the response was that sounds great let's do it <laughs> Yeah. So our next men's equipping group, what we, and this is how we currently do it, is we divide into five teams. So we have about now 50, 60 guys. We divide them up into teams. There's our third year with teams here. Yep. Yeah. And we have a team leader assigned to those, to, mm-hmm. to kind of lead those teams. The bit more responsibility, lead the discussion, lead some team ministry assignments that we'll talk about in a minute. Encourage the reading, encourage the guys. And then follow I follow up during the week. It's a low level entry into leadership where we tell guys, hey, you've been faithful and we want to continue to encourage your faithfulness, but this way in a little more formal capacity where we'll be focusing on helping you help the other guys. So the intention for team leaders is don't pick just the elders. Like don't pick the guys who are already doing leadership. Pick guys who maybe really haven't dipped their toe into the pool of leadership yet. And give them a shot and encourage them. Guys have been faithful. They're growing. Yeah, give them an opportunity. Yeah. So um, we we've done that with guys the last few years, and so it disseminates the leadership. So these guys now encourage the group. They remind the group of the reading assignments. They try to cultivate discussion about what they're learning. They lead group discussions on Saturday morning. They coordinate ministry assignments. And that's the other thing this men's equipping group is, is it's more than just once a month on a Saturday. The the teams are given a list of assignments to do over the course of the year. Um, it could be memorize this passage together. Pray before church for the church together. Yeah, meet before the church service and pray. Pray, pray through the, the whole member- membership directory yeah. and, and hold each other accountable. Go do something fun together. Yeah, um, that's a good one. We have them do. Uh, so there's been a variety of different assignments. This Sunday, be particularly um, paying attention to new people and greet them and follow up with Just them. Just small practical ministry things. It's actually stuff, when, when I make the list, it's stuff I hope all Christians are doing or mm-hmm. at least considering doing anyway. And this, this is just kind of, hey, do this together. Sure. And maybe you've never thought about doing this. Do this and test it out. And then after the assignment's over, continue doing it as a practice because you love the Lord and you love people. Um, and so these, so that's a men's equipment group once a month, the meeting, but then throughout the, the in-between times, these team leaders are trying to encourage and support as they do these ministry assignments together. And you give team homework and then you give individual homework. Here's some reading to do so that you're ready to discuss. And then teams go do these things together. Yep. Nice. Um, you've kind of touched on it 
And it's going to play into what we're going to talk about in a minute. But why is this important? We talked about the origin, some of your desires, but why is it important to have something like this, we think, for our church? You know, men's equipment group, not committed in scripture. Why is it something we want to prioritize? We talked about training men, but there's probably a little bit more to that. Yeah, so no single man is gifted to care for the whole church by himself. God designed a plurality of leaders. That's the New Testament model is elders lead the church, shepherd the church in a plurality. So there always needs to be uh, more than one man bearing the load of eldership. Um, And the variety of leaders means the more gifts you have utilized to care for the church. Um, Men, uh, then specifically, the New Testament commands that men um, or leaders identify faithful men mm-hmm. who can train others also is a way to do it. So Second Timothy 2.2 makes that clear. Paul telling Timothy to go find faithful men who can teach others also. If we want to follow that direction, we need to figure out a way to identify those faithful men. Men's equipping group is a way that we do that. So it's one of the um, avenues we're traveling down in our effort to fulfill the obedience to that command to find faithful leaders. Um, yeah, so it's a a garden, if you will, for growing leaders. It's, sure. it's a place where we see who shows up, who's involved. Who shows up, who's contributing, who's, yeah. who's got potential because of that. Yeah, who's doing the assignments, who's hungry to learn. And we're praying that the Lord would just grow men through it. Yeah, so we want, we we would hope that as a result of this, we we have more, Elders that appear, pastors that maybe in the future, church yeah. planters, missionaries, or just faithful men. Yeah, and that and that kind of plays into what are our hopes? What what's the desired outcome of this specifically for the guys that are in it? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think talk broadly, but specifically. Yeah, when you have a church filled with active men who are involved, busy with the work of the Lord, committed, faithful. One of the blights on the American church is is men who are lazy, lethargic, taking their responsibilities to lead and and, uh, dropping the ball. So there's a a, books being written about this subject. Like, why do men hate going to church? Like there's all kinds of statistics of men not being um, at any way attracted to the church i think there's that's symptomatic of much other Mm -hmm. many other issues but when you have a a group of men who are um disengaged um when then you have a group of men who aren't passionate about the church everyone suffers it's not just the men who suffer uh wives suffer children suffer individuals suffer singles suffer um, men can create that God designed, I think the, the church to be led by men in the eldership. And when they're not, when men aren't doing this, they're hurting everyone. God designed the family to be led by a head of the household, a man. And when the man is not leading, he's hurting his family. And so men's equipping group is calling men to lead in the ways God has designed us to lead in the areas God has designed us to lead. The whole that's the the name, like men's equipping group. We want to equip yep. these men. So one of the things I hope would happen 
is a, is a result of these meetings and this time together, men are equipped at home. Um, if you're a man listening to this podcast and you think Jesus is Lord and he rose from the dead and he's King of Kings and he'll return again someday. And he right now rules over his church and that you are his subject. Um, then you have an obligation as a man to lay down your life in sacrificial love for your wife. If you've got one for your children, if you've got them and for your church family, maybe you've never seen that before. That's the call in your life. Men's equipping group is trying to help you move in that direction. Um, that's great. So yeah. So leading at home, just kind of starting at the, where's your first responsibility? Yeah. Where do we want to call you to be faithful first? Yeah. That would be if your wife and kids, if you got them and then branching out, we want to see uh, men who are faithful to, to serve the church, equipped mm -hmm. to serve the church. And that's partially why we're doing uh, this current series. Yeah. We're talking about biblical eldership. Yeah. But really, we're going through one by one the list of qualifications of an elder, right? Right. Saying this is what, as a Christian, you should strive for. Because the qualifications for biblical eldership are not education level, IQ, you must have created a business or a corporation, or you must have had this kind of um, high level, high ranking position in some environment. They're all just character played out in your life. Yeah, it's very ordinary things. D.A. Carson says the most a remarkable- Aside from teaching, but we'd even want Christians to be able to know the word of God. So that they could use it in one another's lives. Yeah, speaking the truth in love, Ephesians 4.15 yeah. is a command given to every Christian. And Colossians 3.16, speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. Songs, hymns, spiritual songs. So teaching is given as, as a command to every Christian, but not every Christian is required to be gifted in it. Mm -hmm. What I was saying was D.A. Carson's famous little quip about the qualifications are the most remarkable thing about them is how unremarkable they are. Yeah. Because they really are not, like the eldership isn't designed to be reserved for the spiritual elite. It is ordinary faithful men who have a particular giftedness in leadership and teaching and, um, and there to be. So I think I can, with a clear conscience, teach and apply what's there qual or required of elders and teach it to all the men and say, hey, aspire to these qualities. Yeah. And it that doesn't mean you need to be an elder and hold the office, but you should aspire to this kind of character. And who knows what that might spark yeah. in people. Like, yeah, actually, I want to meet these and I want to care for the church. Yeah. And maybe, maybe even just in the long term, maybe a desire to potentially serve God and the church as an elder here. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a great desire. If God kind of sparked that flame and gave some of the men this heart to serve in the church and shepherd the flock. Yeah. There are many I've, men who want to do that mm -hmm. and who want to be faithful and they may even be very gifted um, or you just think in five years, you know, as you continue to grow, this is going to be you. Like you could, you could very much look like this yeah. and until you kind of say, do you know that this is a potential for any man in the church? No. Yeah. Uh, they would have <clears throat> never thought of serving in that particular way and maybe desiring it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the men's equipping group. It's a, been a blessing to me. It is one of the most favorite things that I get to do. I love being a part of it. Um, thankful for the guys that have stepped up to help out with the teams. Absolutely. Good opportunity for them, and they do a really good job. They take it seriously. And um, 
Yeah. So pray along with us as you think about the health of Grace Rancho. I think men's equipment group is a big part of cultivating that health we want. Yeah. And if you're a man in the church and you're listening to this, maybe consider coming and being a part of men's equipment group. Yeah, absolutely. Many of our men are, I think most. I say, yeah, I'd say almost all of them. Yeah. But if not you, why not? Come yeah. on. That'd be great if you joined yeah. us. Coming up soon, we'll probably talk about the woman's Bible study. Yeah. But before we do that. Oh, yeah. I want to plug something. Plug it. Related. Is but, something leaking that you need to plug? No, no, nothing like that. That's not the kind of plug I was referring oh, okay. to. Um, what I meant when I said plug something was the thing I wanted to plug was men's retreat. Oh, which is not really the same thing as men's equipping group. But if your attention had been grabbed by men's equipping group and you thought, hey, that sounds cool. Men's retreat is coming up in October. So maybe mm-hmm. by the time you are listening to this podcast, we're less than a month away. And so you should go and re- you should register and you should make sure you're there because it's going to be a blast. Yep. October 28th to 30th. Yeah. Great time cost, to connect probably with Probably about 215 men. bucks. We've been okay. saying around $200, but I'm, I'm trying to hone in the price here. Yeah. And um, we're talking about making your life count for eternity. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, it's going to be a time to connect with other men. You're not going to want to miss it. So come invite your Come. If you've got a friends. son who's junior high or up bring him yep i loved going to these growing up i always thought it was really beneficial to be around the men in the church yeah and we really want to see there yeah all right thanks for listening